I can't believe I've never talked to you because I have talked going into your song probably somewhere in the tens of thousands of times on my FM. Really? Oh my god, that's that's insane. <laughs> um, where are you, by the way? Are you in LA? You're in LA, right? Mm-hmm. Are you like a are you a Valley girl? Not to get too specific. Like I'm in Studio City, so I'm wondering how close you are. Studio City, where are you? Um, just off Laurel and Moore Park. Oh Me too. Just off Laurel. Are you my neighbor who's super loud playing music all the time? Yeah, probably. There's like a boxing supply place on the corner of Moore Park and Laurel. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. I'm going to buy something there. Actually, that's so weird Um, in the next two days. Oh, that's funny. What do they call the boxing? Uh, The big big things that come down? Yeah. I think I'm going to get the ones that are like on the floor. It's a lot easier than installing it. (laughs) Is it the ones that are shaped like an actual human? Yeah. I want to do that. Yeah, I've seen those. Those would be creepy. Like having one of those big punching dummies at night. But what happens when the lights go off? Those things come alive. And... <laughs> you know, I don't watch scary movies, so don't scare me. <laughs> do I. Um, that's awesome, though. I'm happy, healthy, eating good, working out, feeling good? Um, you know, I'm okay. I uh, tore my meniscus, so I'm not working out as much. But I'm, like, trying to, like, do some push-ups here and there. <laughs> Well, you look great. You don't look like, I think the common rule is for you're supposed to gain like the pandemic 40 pounds and look 10 years older, but you haven't I done ate, that. I ate chips and salsa for breakfast. <laughs> nice one. Where, for, where from? Like what salsa? What chips? Okay, so I went to Gelson's and they the, the 4th of July salsa is my favorite. It's organic. I like getting organic, um, mostly food, but... So 4th of July salsa is so good. And then I forgot the chips, but the chips are not organic. <laughs> They're like some kind of corn and salt. <laughs> and, and you know what? There is no way to avoid that stuff at Gelson's because right when you walk through the entrance, it's right there on the left next to the bakery. Yeah, when I crave something, I get like two of everything. So I got two of those salsas <laughs> and two of chips. But now like I have to finish it because like I, I like binge eat it. And now I'm almost done with it and I'm not going to buy it for another like month. <laughs> So you 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 eat it until you are sick of it. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm getting kind of sick of it. I had it for breakfast yesterday, dinner yesterday, and breakfast today. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What about like um like you take vitamins like all that stuff? Are you. No, I, it's funny. I spend a lot of time inside. Um, even though I do have a pool, but it's I don't know what's wrong with me. I guess I don't get enough vitamin D. So I take vitamin D. They say it's good too. So I the D three. Yeah, basically any vitamin. Yes, D3, B12, C, fish oil. I like chug zinc. I'm like with this, like, you know, the, the liquid zinc. I'm like. <sighs> wow. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know that. I don't think you're supposed to do that. I don't think you're supposed to do that at all. Um, what about skin regimen? Are you getting up every morning, washing your face? Do you have like a set thing that you do? I like to sprinkle like cold water on my face. Um, I think cold water is really healthy to put on your face in the morning. I put like cucumbers, I like cut cucumbers and I rub cucumbers on my eyes every morning. And it and helps. It works, with, huh? like, yeah, it helps with like tightening your eye area because I sleep really late. <laughs> I've never done the cucumber. I always thought that was just little thin slices and like put it all over, like get it all juicy in your eye. <laughs> 
Yeah, I read an article with Pharrell, and he was talking about all that kind of stuff. It's like, I want to try that. I I'm really gonna... believe in that stuff. I, I like a lot of food. I put avocado on my face. Um, You've got such an interesting story, and not to go too deep on it, but just like. Do I? <laughs> you do. You do. I think you do. I mean, you, you know, the quick version that I've seen or I've read about is that you moved to L.A. when you were super young, 13, 14. Music didn't quite happen. You moved away, but then you came back a few years later. Have you been here ever since that second, like we were like 17? Second move, yeah, 17. Yeah, I've been, yeah, I've been here for almost a decade uh, straight. But it's, it's interesting because I feel like I've been here since I was 14 because I came here so young, but then I left when I was 15 for a couple of years um with my family um not by myself <laughs> right right and then i came out by myself when i was 17 so i think um a lot of people think i've been here since i was 14 but i moved around what do you like about living here like what do you like about la are you beaches are you theme parks are you walking down melrose what's your vibe when i first moved out here again when i was 17 i would go to santa monica and i would run I would run that like walkway, I guess you call it. And I just like would walk, I'd run, I'd bike. Like that was like my favorite thing. And for some reason I stopped doing that, but I, I love, love doing that. Are you talking about like the, that path, even the one that goes up, that bridge that goes over PCH? Yeah, I, I used to love that. And then I used to jump in the ocean. Even in the winter, I used to jump in the ocean. I, I used to get really sweaty and hot running. And then I jumped in the ocean and it was like my favorite thing when I was younger and you know, more independent. <laughs> Right. <laughs> now I rely on too many people because, you know, I'm so busy. <laughs> but I think, you know, it was fun. I think I need to do that again. Yeah. I was wondering if it was uh, in, you know, being free or did you start to overthink things thinking, wow, there's a lot of things in that ocean that I don't want to get bit by. No, I was so fearless. Like I did not care. Now I'd be like, eh, I don't know. Why? What, I was you... so fearless when I was younger. I don't know what happened. What switched? Like, I don't know. When I turned 22, it just switched. Like from 17 and 22, I was just like, I don't care. Like I was just like, I, I, I called myself a race car driver. I used to speed. I did not care. Like I, you know, like, you know, when you're younger, like you just don't have that sense of fear, I guess. We didn't have that um, amazing trait of overthinking and analyzing everything to a fault. I don't know if you do that. That's what I do now. Yeah, that's what I do now. And it doesn't let me do anything. I over overthink everything. <laughs> Does it ruin it? Does it ruin things for you? Yeah. I overthink everything and it's a problem. It's like, why? Why do I have to overthink? When I, when I was younger, I used to just not even think about it. I used to just have fun, carefree. I don't know. It just, it just switched one day. I can't really tell you the day, but it just happens. You start becoming more cautious and careful and like you start thinking, oh, wait, I don't want to die. So I'm probably just going to not going to do that. Or like, oh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> There's like a slight chance I might die doing that. So I might not do that. Isn't it terrible? It's just overcome us like that. It's really sad. Like when I was younger, I used to go hiking. I forgot. There was a hike in like deep in like, I don't know where it was in Griffith. Not the, not the main one. There was like a hidden one I used to go to by myself at night. I used to go by myself at night. Oh wow. And I was just fearless. I didn't care. And like I had my little like backpack with my water and like a water juggy. And then <laughs> I used to sit on a cliff <laughs> and drink my water. 
and you know, now now I'm like, girl, you don't go at night and you don't sit on a cliff. But like I, I back in the day, like I used to be like, oh my god, this is so freeing. Like it was like yeah. Like now, if I need to get gas and it's like midnight, I'm like, I'll get it tomorrow. It's like like one mile. It's like I have one mile left, and I'm like, I'll get it tomorrow. Like I don't want to stop at midnight at a gas station. But like if 17 or 18 or 20 year old me would be like. Let's get this gas. Like, what's that's no big deal getting gas at midnight, like in the middle right. of nowhere. And by the way, the the uh, the whole I'll just get gas tomorrow is like the worst decision we could ever make. Oh yeah, I don't know how many times I've been stuck. I've been stuck a few times <laughs> in my life. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever not do things because, like, if somebody, for example, this is what I do at least. Like, if somebody says, "Hey, you want to go to the Americana or something?" I'll be, I'll kind of mentally overanalyze my entire drive there, pull into the lot go down the escalator and walk around. It's like, no, I just kind of went and it was, it's not that great. So I'm not going to yeah. go. Like, it's weird. Like I used to go like, let's say 16, 17. I used to go for fun to just walk around and do nothing. And now I'm like, I don't even like to go do my nails. I'm like, Oh my God, it's so boring waiting there. Like, and now I'm like, wow, I used to have fun doing my nails. What's wrong with me? Wow. Now I'm like, I have to be doing something else while I'm doing my nails. So someone has to come here and do my nails so I can be on my laptop and do something else. Or like, you know what I mean? Like, I can't just go to the nail salon and be bored. Like, that just blows my mind. <laughs> Imagine doing that without a phone. Oh, my God, I know. I mean, it's just, it's mind blowing. I used to do, I used to be like a fun day, nails. Now I'm like, oh, my nail tips. I don't want to go. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Wow. It's so strange. Yeah. It's just <laughs> this. Um, I was going through your album yesterday. Yeah. This oh album God. is so sick. Where are you going? You leaving? You done? No, I'm not. I my my computer is dying. So I need you to plug to it in. Yeah, plug it in. Yeah. Sorry. One second. This I just realized I'm at five percent. Plug it into the wall. What I room is this, by the way? <laughs> What room is this that you're in? Is this a, a, a bath? Are you in the bathroom? No, everyone thinks that, but it's it's like an office with my mascot logo. Look, it turns on. Oh, oh, and that's a mirror right there. I got it. It's cute, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is 2020, man. No, but seriously, what is going on right now? I'm just happy I released my album at least during a pandemic. <laughs> and first of all, I will tell you as a radio guy, thank you for this album because and I don't mean to sound negative, but there's a lot of slow songs out there. And oh there's a God. lot of ballads. And I feel like this is not the time for these kind of. So your album is like, thank God. Thank you. It's kind of impossible for me to do a ballad right now. Even my Christmas song I put out, Christmas Without You. I saw that. That's cool. Upbeat. It's still upbeat. I had to make it upbeat. I have a problem. Like, I can't not make an upbeat song. Like, what's wrong with me? This album is such a cool. Um, it's like, well, I had to describe it. Because the whole album, it's very electro pop, obviously. But the songs are similar, but so different from each other. And I know that doesn't make any sense. No, no, I get it. It's like it's like the same kind of vibe, but it's like different sonics. Yeah. Right. I don't listen to one song and go, okay, that sounds like this other song because it's it's not. I didn't want that. I listened to Brianna a lot growing up, and I love that each song on our album was very like it was. Yeah, it was in the same realm, but each song was extremely different. Yeah, and so I really love that about Rihanna. So I kind of just like, like did that. <laughs> right. When you hear like Disturbia and then Rude Boy and those yeah. songs by her, like, oh, my God, this is amazing. But they're just great songs. She just makes great songs. And I think I love that about her. Like, she's not thinking like, 
let me make each song sound like it's connected in the album. Like that's great and all, but if you're not gonna give people good music, I think that's 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 key. You gotta you gotta make really good music, you know, that people can actually dance to, get inspired by, motivated. And so I think my main goal with each song was to make each song great and not like exactly the same, which again, every artist is different, you know, no hate to anyone. Everyone has a different style. My thing is, I, again, I grew up listening to Rihanna a lot, so her songs were very different, and I loved that. It's cool to hear you be a fan of somebody else's music because I, you, pro you probably forget this, but you are, to me and everybody else in the world, you are on that side of the table, so it's kind of cool to hear you looking on that side of the table but not realizing you are. It's weird, yeah. I'm just like, no, I'm just like this weird person here that my mom calls every 30 minutes to make sure I'm eating and drinking water. Um, <laughs> if she saw this, she'd be so annoyed that I had salsa and chips for breakfast. She'd be like, ew, you're not healthy. And oh, I'd be God. like, ma, like, let me eat my salsa and chips. <laughs> Where is she, by the way? She's in Sherman Oaks. Oh, she's local, okay. Yeah, she's, yeah she, she annoys me locally. <laughs> oh that's funny she doesn't even need to take the 101 if she's that close she can just oh, no. drive down she can just drive down ventura or more yeah she shows up at my place and she's like what's this what's this, what's this? where are your vegetables why is your vegetable drawer empty i'm like mom i postmate my vegetables <laughs> when you first started out did you ever get any pushback and stuff from your parents no, they were always so supportive. Um, but they weren't like, you know, when people are like stage parents, they weren't stage parents. They weren't forcing me to do it. I was like always wanting to sing. So they just pretty much like, were like, okay, let's do it. You know, they weren't like pushy about it. My dad actually was like, how about you finish high school and college? Because you never know. And I'm like, dad, you're funny. Like, I'm going to do music. <laughs> yeah. And so it broke my dad's heart that I didn't go to college. But, you know. Yeah, it's just a different, that's really cool to have that support though from them because I think a lot of people would be like, why don't you just get a real job and do this little cute little singing hobby on the side? Definitely. And of course I had to finalize high school for my dad because, you know, I dropped out and then I had to get back in because my dad was so upset. So I had to, I had to finalize high school. <laughs> How did you do that by the way? What, what, what do you mean you got back in? I dropped out, got my GED for my dad because that's just a paper he wanted. It didn't make any sense to me, but he wanted it. And so I was like, here you go, dad. <laughs> How did you do it? Like, what, did you do an online thing? And I only ask because I didn't actually finish high school either. Yeah, we're twins. Yeah, I, but mine was I went through a breakup and it just, it. You know, there's different things that happen. Um, there's yeah. losses, there's breakups. For me, it was, I was, I was pretty depressed. I, I was having anxiety. I didn't want to go to school. I was trapped, like not traveling, but I was going back and forth to different states. And I just was like, wanting to do music and so I dropped out and obviously my dad wasn't happy but I went to Santa Monica and mm. I I was in California so I I went to Santa Monica to this like little I don't know where it was but um somewhere on Ocean Avenue it was like this school that I finished I did a test and and I passed it and yeah got my JD. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. But deep down knowing this is stupid. I don't it know. Was this, like is not not, worth, this is not worth the gas money or sitting on the 405. Yeah. Floor. Oh my God. At the time I was like, I had like $20 a week. It was brutal. And yeah. so, but I did it for my dad. <laughs> I missed it by half a credit. But like you, I knew early on that I didn't need to dissect the frog. It's not going to make anything, any difference. Yeah. Everyone's different. Like I have cousins who are literally doing like master's programs and, and like literally doing, going to doctorate school and, and becoming a psychologist, becoming doctors. 
doing eight years, uh, 10 years of school. And I'm like, good for you. Oh my God, that's incredible. Like, but it's just not my thing. And look, if it was my thing, I, I like to dedicate things fully. So if I'm going to do school, it's going to be a hundred percent school. Cause I can't, yeah. I, I'm not the type of person where I can be split in like school and music. It was very hard. So I just focus on music. It was hard, but <laughs> a lot of people figure that out like way later and then the regret. It's a tough one. What do you call it? A jack of all trades. You can't be a jack of all trades. Right. Funny you say that because my mom always tried to tell me to be one. Be be good at a lot of things. But but, some, but sometimes it works for people. But for me, I always wondered. I'm like, you know what? I can't do that. I need to focus on one. It depends on like your character trait, right? Like some people can do it all, and then some people can't. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel that you you've got to be in. If you're not interested, even just a little bit, you're out. Exactly. And that brings me back to the album, by the way, because <laughs> this album, um, I'm guessing for the fans, but this has to be for you as well, looking into the future and knowing that, hey, I've got to perform these songs. I have to like these songs. I know. I'm so excited to perform these songs. I love, oh my God, what's happening? Who's laughing now? Tattoo. I mean, I, I love them all. I just really see myself performing them. And I'm, I'm seeing the show in my head. I'm seeing it be like super theatrical and, you know, dramatic. But again... It's hard for me because I want to perform now and I can't. So I'm trying to like put that on a different part of my brain. So I don't like get too overwhelmed that we're mm. not performing right now as performers. Do you perform like in the mirror or for friends or anything? Oh my God, no. Oh my God, my friends probably are like, girl, stop. I'm too much you. Are you that friend who's singing in the aisle at the grocery no, store? No, actually, no, I was lying. It's quite opposite. My girlfriend's like, one of my girlfriends is obsessed with a song I did with Alan Walker and she's always playing it. I'm like, stop playing my song. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I'm the one basically saying stop playing my songs. But they're so, they're like, they're like my biggest supporters, my friend, my family and my friends. I don't want to, I don't want to hear it. I'm like, no, can you put like Justin Bieber on or Ed Sheeran or something? Sure. <laughs> You probably hear your your songs, as well, especially Sweet But Psycho, come on at the overhead music at a store as well. A lot. I hear all the songs. Salt, um, uh, the features I've done, the Kings and Queens. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm hearing it all. It freaks me out. I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> running away now. <laughs> but imagine, though, if you if these songs were ones that you didn't like. And I keep going back to Sweet But Psycho because it's such a huge song. But imagine if you didn't like it. That would suck. Because you've probably performed that song 700 times i love it's funny every time i hear that song because i do take breaks listening to it um i'm like whoa this is a hit <laughs> it's like whoa we created a monster like because it's kind of like when you get step away from sleep with psycho you're like good and then you hear it again you're like holy cow how did we create this and so <laughs> early on exactly That's and and i didn't know it was a hit i had no idea I remember the executive producer I work with a lot, Circuit, he's like, he would tell me, he's like, this song is going to be huge. And I'm like, how do you know that? You don't know that. And so when the song came out, I'm like, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What a great song to get right off the bat. Um, this new album, Heaven and Hell, it's awesome. I'm a big fan of Born of the Night or Born of the oh, Night. I think you. that song is insane. It's got this low riding bass that makes it so wide. And that major Tom Hook is so sick. That, that's such a great song. I love that song too. It makes me feel like I want to run naked in the woods or something like. Oh, <laughs> maybe don't do that. <laughs> just maybe don't. Um, I think So Am I is great as well. But um, so the new song Kings and Queens, though, um, tell us about this song. What is the song about? 
Kings and Queens. Kings and Queens is is about equality, female empowerment, treating people with respect, and again, equality. It's it's really just about really the times we're living in and how yes, we're working on getting better on all these subjects, but we're not there yet. So I really wanted to make it um, make the message happen through my song, um, but with popping champagne at the same time. So, you know, all my songs have female empowerment. Let's be real. That's literally who I am. I am, I can't not write a song about female empowerment. It's very hard for me because that's who I am. Like growing up, even when like I dated a bunch of guys and they would mistreat me, I would, I would mess with them too. You know, revenge mm. is a bitch. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I'm that, I don't let anything slide. Like I, that's who I am in a relationship. <laughs> Good. So that's what I write about. <laughs> Well, this song is awesome. Um, I'm gonna when we when we air this, we're gonna play the song. So go into like pretend you're a radio <laughs> DJ. Introduce your song right now on my FM for Los Angeles to hear. Hey guys, it's Ava Max, and this is my song "Kings and Queens" on my FM. <laughs> there you go. You even threw a little radio voice on it. I don't know what I'm doing. You know what's funny? Every time I do lighters, I start getting like this, and I don't know why. <laughs> and it's so hard. And then even it when is. I no, even when I'm like on stage and I'm like, when I accepted an award, I think it was for Los 40s. I was like, thank you. And it was like to an, it was like to an arena. And I, because I was thinking there's so many people here, but of course I had a microphone, but I didn't think in my head the microphone was already going to be loud. But it, right. I was looking at like this, like I could, like it was huge arena. So I was like, thank you everyone. Oh, I just want to thank everyone I'm working with. And when you, I look you become back, a game show host or the, or the guy running the circus. It's That's horrible. <laughs> I need to fix that. But I got so nervous. I had no idea I was winning. And so I was like, ha ha, thank you so much. <laughs> ah, bye. Have a great night. <laughs> like, uh, my, my brother texts me. My brother's like, are you okay? <laughs> and you're like, no. I'm like, no. I'm not. I, I'm oh, not. Yeah, it was interesting. Well, thank you for uh, letting me hop on and invade your life for a few minutes. <laughs> thank you for the support. Thank you so much. Of course.